Hello, 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 and welcome to Singer Girl Woes. On today's episode, I am finally going to jump in and tackle the 40 by 40 list. On the previous two episodes, I've referenced it um, to some degree, so figure tonight we'll just jump in about this 40 by 40, how the 40 by 40 came to be, um, what was included on the 40 by 40, and I may even go into detail on a few of them. I had thought about doing an episode linked to each of the 40 by 40s but in thinking about it and looking at the list so many of them are intertwined and it's worked out that I've been able to knock out multiple things um in different activities so I figured I will not do that just yet because I'm sure throughout other episodes that'll be coming up I'll probably get into more detail about some of them but for the sake of today's episode I'll Um, go through the list of 40 things and I will um, highlight some of the ones that have really stood out that have really taken me out of my comfort zone and that has really allowed me to get to this point um, of where I am now in on this journey of being single and so forth. So as I've mentioned on previous um, episodes, the 40 by 40 was created to do one or two things, either help rekindle or spark something in my marriage, or help me to cope as I journey through separation, divorce, and embarking on this journey of being single. Lord knows I did not think I would be going into my 40s single, but you know what? I had my pity party about it and I've come to terms that why not me what better person than me to embark on the chapter of 40 with a clean slate fresh beginnings and I can finally say for once I am all for it and the reason that I'm all for it is because you know a lot of it has to do with this 40 by 40 list and some of the activities that I've done and the people that I've met along the way um I'm really glad that this is not one of those things that I procrastinated on because I do procrastinate sometimes, but this is one of the things that I really jumped in um, 200% and it helped that I had friends along the way that helped me check some things off the list Um, and sharing this on my social media outlets, so on my Instagram and on my Facebook page. I've had other people um, do their own version of the 40 by 40 list. I've also had people say to me how I've inspired them by doing this 40 by 40 list. And I'm happy to say that I am five months away from my 40th birthday and I only have about five things remaining on the list. And those five things that are remaining are things that um, are going to take a little bit more planning. So I need to get on it um, so that I can get it done. Um, but at the end of tonight's podcast, I will highlight those things that are still remaining. And maybe if someone's listening, they can hit me up because maybe you have a connect that can help me, you know, knock those remaining five things off. So um, as we prepare to jump into this 40 by 40 list, um, kick back and let's get it. So the 40 by 40 list. So what absolutely made it on this list of 40 things that I set out in 
2017 to accomplish? Well, let's just say the list has had about three revisions since I first um, put it to paper in 2017. And the reason that some of the things shifted along the way is because I for a minute lost focus of why I was doing this list and have put things on here because of somebody that I was having a conversation with at that time. And I had to remind myself that this list was really about me. This list was about me doing things that I wanted to do. Some of these things I have done before, but In doing it this time, I did it with a different mindset and a different approach. Um, And then a lot of things were like just really, really new things, me stepping out of my comfort zone, things, you know, pushing me to get used to being in the space that I'm in, you know, by myself. Um, I, like I said, I'm not going to say alone because single does not mean alone, but doing these things solo dolo, just me. And I have to say, and I say, I know I sound like a broken record, but I have to say that this 40 by 40 list has definitely, 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 definitely been a lifesaver to some dark moments and days that I've had as I've dealt with so many transitions, um, you know, in this past year, you know, dealing with my only child going through high school festivities of, you know, senior convocation, prom, graduation, um, senior night for football, baseball, you know, the whole college thing, getting accepted to college, moving into college. And and dealing with all that was also dealing with my personal life, you know, pretty much unraveling and just kind of being unsettled of, you know, what was to come with my marriage ending and all of that. So this list has really been therapeutic to me in so many, in so many ways. And I'm, like I said, as I said in the intro, I'm really glad that I did not procrastinate to, um, tackle this list. So the list itself came about, um, in 2017, so summer of 2017, I was just having a moment. Um, took a solo dolo trip to Alexandria, Virginia. Um, it was one of those things I was like, you know what? I want to go back to Alexandria. I had been there before briefly. My brother used to live there. And I went out for a visit but didn't really get to see the area. Um, had heard a lot of things about it or whatever. So I was like, you know what, let me just go back up here and give it a try. Um, I was at a rough moment. I was at a patch of knowing that things in my situation was ending. Um, was really upset because my mate didn't do anything to recognize my birthday. So this was my way of celebrating my birthday and just really At that moment, I committed to myself on my 38th birthday that I was going to fall in love with myself again. I was going to do whatever it took for me to regain my happiness. Um, And I've done that. I can can honestly say that at this point, at this present day and time, that I am about 80 percent, 80% back to the target of, you know, being totally happy. Um, there are some days that, you know, are good. There are some days that I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Because it seems like everything has been going so fast. But again, I look back at this list and it keeps me focused. It keeps me grounded and it reminds me of why I did it. So on this trip to Alexandria, I took the train up because I have a fear of driving um, 95 North. 
Um, so on the train, I just started jotting down like a bunch of other things that I wanted to do. It's like, you know, like I said, if my marriage was going to work or if the marriage was going to end at the end of the day, I was going to be happy. So I was like, you know what? Let me focus it on my 40. A 40 is a big number. 40 is like a new start, a new chapter. And I had promised myself on my 38th birthday that I was not going to go into 40 miserable and unhappy in the marriage. So either I had two years to make the marriage work or two years to get my shit together to get out of it so that by 40, I could really be, you know, open heart, open mind, open book, and ready to tackle the next 10-year chapter of life. So on that train ride, and like I said, this list has had a few revisions, but the final list that I am checking things off of um, has consisted of, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the whole list first. I'm going to go through the whole list of 40, and then I'm going to pick out a few of the things that um, have been really fun um, as I've tackled this list. So the 40 by 40 list consisted of getting a tarot reading done, finding a good therapist, watching the movie Avatar, um, quick little funny about the movie Avatar. One of my friends, we were supposed to watch the movie together. We never did. And she was constantly posting on Facebook of watching the movie. And I, for the longest time, was like, because we had made this promise that we were going to watch the movie together, I would never watch it, never watch it on my own because I was, again, so committed to thinking like, oh, my, me and my friend, we're going to do this. Anywho, 40 by 40 came to be and we still hadn't watched the movie. So I put it on my list and I have to say I watched it and oh my God, it was amazing. I fell in love with the little blue people. I thought my only love of blue people would be Smurfs, but I definitely fell in love with them. And I really do hope that they do a part two to the movie. Um, I've been stalking the internet and there have been conversations of talks of a part two. Um, so I'm really hoping that it comes to be. Um, so yeah, um, watch Avatar, release another book that's in progress. I don't know if I'm going to finish that before um, my birthday, but it is in the works. Um, international solo trip, a girl's trip, buy coffee for a stranger, picnic in the park, sidebar, I still have not got my picnic and I am convinced that I may just have to do it on my own. Um, maybe that's what I'll do on my birthday, have a picnic for myself. Um, also on the list was attend a concert of one of my favorite artists, grow out my hair, um, at the beginning of 2017, I cut my hair off. I did a really short, like, boy cut, um, kind of like, I'm already natural, but kind of like when people do the big chop, I did one of those for, like, the third time. But on my 38th birthday, I decided, so 2017, I decided from that point, I was not going to cut my hair anymore, and I just was going to let it grow out. Um, and then once my 40th birthday come, I'll decide if I want to go back to a short look or just continue to let it grow. Um, virtual movie dates, weekend escape, write a letter to myself to be open on my 40th birthday, attend more local events, um, go to a social event outside of my normal social outings, visit a museum, attend an, attend an event in the arts field, go to a clothing optional resort or spa, 
have a personal chef for the day, spend more time with myself, move, start over, host a dinner party, write a letter to five people and five random people and not people that people would expect. So not my parents and closest friends, but, you know, five people that over this chapter of 30 has been impactful in some way or if not impactful have taught me some type of lesson that now in this time of reflection I am appreciative of learn more about tantra buy a book watch a sunset in jamaica love with complete abandon abandon that's one that I will definitely say is you know a work in progress um I think that's one that's going to extend even beyond my 40th birthday but I think I'm starting with loving myself with no abandon no restrictions no nothing um so that's been helpful and over time I think that's going to help me when I do decide that I'm ready for relationships um Wear sequins, or let me say, wear a fabric pattern or some form of clothing or color that's not in my usual wardrobe or that I would usually, you know, kind of pick up in the store. Do a photo shoot, get a matching tattoo of my son, attend one of RuPaul Drag Race events because I am a huge Drag Race fan, dance with a stranger ice cream date visit Ripley's believe it or not host a ladies night out I'm still looking to try to put that one together step out of my comfort zone picture by the love sign find my happy place and try new restaurants so as you can tell it's like 40 random different things and again I've had some really really good friends to tackle this with like I had one of my friends from Tennessee come and visit for a weekend and oh my god I was a tourist in my own city now I really don't like the downtown area of the city that I live in um, and I understand that it's under construction and there's this whole new vision for it to make it vibrant and you know better than what it is um in the works and I'm looking forward to that but you know this experience as much as I complained about staying downtown for that weekend it really allowed me to be a tourist in my own city I tried new restaurants have to say went to this restaurant they sell all desserts oh my god I had the best butterfinger cheesecake ever it was to die for. It was like to the verge of being orgasmic, like seriously. But tried new restaurants, went to like this other high-end restaurant and the plating was good, but my food was horrible and all I got was a basic chicken dish. But the bread and the butter, amazing. And my drink was good. Um, but in that same weekend, so yeah, tried a few different restaurants, um, went to a museum, um, we had an ice cream date, which was cool, like ice cream and conversation. Um, I was able to take a picture by the love sign. Um, the state that I'm in is Virginia. So our slogan is Virginia is for lovers. So there are a few different places throughout the state where they have like these huge um, block letters that spell out the word love. So I was able to take a picture by that. So like in that one weekend, I was able to tackle like four or five things off the list. Um, oh, and buy a book. I went to 
Barnes and Noble and bought a book. Um, I can't think of the name of it right yet. I haven't started reading it, but it's like a self self improvement book on happiness. Um, I've also got into audio books and downloaded a few audio books, and um, so really just kind of expanded my horizon to you know, books and all of that kind of stuff. It's been a while since I like just really read for pleasure. Um, and audiobooks are really good, especially like when I'm at work. Um, so I've come to enjoy those quite a bit as well. Um, so that was like, you know, a few things that was like in that one weekend that was knocked off the list. I would have to say if I had to choose my most favorite thing ever off the list it would definitely be it's quite a few but they all tie in together it's like jamaica um oh my god jamaica so jamaica itself has allowed me to check off an international solo trip it's allowed me to check off clothing optional (laughs) Which I guess too could tie into, you know, kind of stepping out of my comfort zone. It's been a few things that have allowed me to step out of my comfort zone. Um, But the clothing optional resort um, and seeing the sunset in Jamaica. Um, Again, in turning 38 and also wanting to travel more and seeing that, you know, once my son graduated from high school and, you know, it really just was me that I would travel more. I love to travel. Um, And in doing so, I joined a few Facebook groups and everything. And I've been to Jamaica before, but I guess I never really appreciated some of the things that you know, Jamaica had to offer at that point just because of where I was at in life. And now I'm looking at things in different perspective. But in all the travel groups, they kept saying how beautiful the sunsets were in Jamaica. So I wanted to capture a Jamaican sunset. Um, So yeah, I would say those three experiences by far have ranked very high of the things that I've done on this list. First of all, the clothing optional resort. So that's how I bought in my 39th birthday. That's how I celebrated my 39th birthday. That's how I celebrated and embraced that I was about to be divorced and start that whole process of divorce. Went on this trip, didn't know, well, I'm not because I didn't know anybody. None of my friends were with me. So I went with a larger group. And within that larger group, I really honestly, I mean, I kind of knew people's faces from seeing them at other events, but I really didn't know anybody. I really didn't have a sidekick to kick it with. Luck have it that the person that was in the room next door to me was also there solo. And we ended up just kind of, you know, personalities clicked um, at the time during the trip and we hung out together. So it was like really fun to, you know, have somebody to do breakfast and dinner and a lot of the different activities with or whatever. But honey, let me tell you, the first five minutes that I was there, I encountered somebody walking up and having a full fledged conversation with me, but as naked. And Even though, like, I knew what I was getting myself into, I wasn't sure, like, what my reaction was going to be. I wasn't sure if I was going to partake in the nudity. I didn't know. I just knew that this is something that I wanted to do. This particular resort, I had wanted to go to this resort um, even before my husband. Like, I wanted to go to that resort, like, 
when I turned in my like the beginning part of my 30s but I never had anyone to go with and I kept putting it off putting it off putting it off and then when I got with my husband he was like oh married women don't go to this type of place and it was shunned upon or whatever so when you know the writing was on the wall that the marriage was over and the opportunity came oh best believe baby I took it and I have to say the first night there I got naked I did not hesitate to be a newbie. I did not hesitate. It was like one of those things. It was like, you know what? You might as well just jump all in. And I was naked pretty much every day I was there um, outside of when I went to go eat. Um, And I think when you went to the social places, the social um, areas, so like the clubs and stuff, you had to have your clothes on. But when I say it was the most liberating thing ever, I have never ever felt so free it was definitely a no judgment zone there were all types of people from different races um different backgrounds you know professional backgrounds um different sizes different shapes different everything but it was no judgment zone nobody was comparing themselves to nobody it was like you know, it, it it just it was just so different. It was like one of the best vacations I've ever had. It was the best moment that I've ever had in Jamaica. I was able to connect and make some really good friends with some of the locals there that I had stayed in contact with. Um, you know, even after I came back home, which um made me prioritize Jamaican sunset. So when I was at the new resort, I was so busy partying and drinking that I didn't take advantage of catching the sunset or the sunrise or anything like that. So one of the people that I connected with while I was there, um, like I said, we maintained contact and, you know, talk just about every day for a bit when I got back. And one of the days we were on WhatsApp and we were doing a video call and they video call me and it was the sweetest thing ever. I had had a bad day. And um, as soon as I got off work that day, they had um, video messaged me and was like, I know you had a bad day, but I want to show you something really pretty. And it was the sunset. And oh my God, it was beautiful. I've never seen anything that beautiful before when it comes to nature like honestly I haven't um and so I made it my duty like I have to get back to Jamaica to catch the sunset um and I feel like I've been chasing the sunsets in Jamaica ever since um so this trip was in July since then this is January I've been back to Jamaica twice um so I did my first and I guess that trip was also kind of a solo trip considering I didn't go with any of my friends or family but my true first solo trip international trip um while doing this 40 by 40 I went back to Jamaica in October um this time when I went in July to the new resort I stayed in the grill which is on like the western I guess I always get it confused, but it's like the kind of the countryside. Um, Montego Bay is more of the touristy, um, most popular area when it comes to tourists coming into Jamaica. So I did my international solo trip there and it was just a weekend trip and it was so fun. I would say everybody at some point should do that. It was one of those things that it really tests how strong you are and how open-minded you are and if you sit at the bar, you are going to make friends. 
So was able to kind of connect with people, have conversations. And it was one of those trips where, you know, I didn't want to party or anything like that. I just really wanted to relax. So again, got to hang out with the locals. My friend that I had met when I went out in July came down to visit me. I learned how to shoot pool. And yes, I had a full-fledged dance moment when I was able to get the ball in one of the holes on my own without any assistance. So that was like a highlight of the trip. Also got to catch the sunset in Montego Bay. And it was absolutely beautiful. Um, Had good food, good drinks, and just overall a really good time. And again, did some meditation, you know, by the beach and everything. And, you know, all of that just building up to this whole, you know, falling in love with myself again, reclaiming my happy. Out again, Jamaicans... I've definitely have a found appreciation, you know, for them. They may not have a lot, but they have such a bright and rich outlook on life that has been very helpful to me to be able to pull some of that into my everyday life. You know, when I think about the bad days that I'm having, you know, I'm learning to be grateful that I have breath, that I woke up, I was able to open my eyes, I have a roof over my head, food in my refrigerator, you know, clothes to protect me from the cold weather and all of that. And there are some people that don't have that. So I shouldn't stress over simple stuff. Um, And then again, the sunset. I went back to Jamaica again in December um, with my son this time. I took him to Jamaica. It was his first trip um, to Jamaica. And he was laughing at me because like the first night that I was like rushing to get dressed because I wanted to catch the sunset. The sunset in Ocho's Rios is beautiful. It had like these amazing hues of like purple and like a bright hot pink and like a you know, bright orange. It was beautiful. I would have to say, though, that Negril has the best sunsets. I will put Ocho's Rio second and Montego Bay third. But overall, just being in Jamaica is just like everything. Jamaica is life. I actually, it's funny because I was just talking to my travel agent of like, huh, can I squeeze in another trip in April, even though I'm going back again in July? Like, I will be celebrating my 40th it'll be two weeks after my actual 40th but I will be celebrating my 40th back in Jamaica again at the same nude resort and this time I am a little bit more prepared I think I overpacked last time because I wasn't sure what to expect I wasn't sure if I was going to be as comfortable with the nudity but now that I know I can do a better job at packing and may not have to take as much but yeah overall that whole Jamaican experience and being able to knock out those knock off those things from my 40 by 40 list list definitely ranks up the top and I would definitely say if I had to prioritize all 40 things the clothing optional resort is definitely number one um I can't even really go into details it's like there is kind of like the saying that they have in Vegas what happens there stays there just know that I had a ton of fun and no regrets and I am definitely looking forward to going back again in a few months um oh one of the other things on my list that is very memorable um Janet Jackson I love Janet Jackson a big Janet Jackson fan Janet Jackson is to me what Beyonce is to some people and when I heard she was going on tour 
oh my gee, I instantly had like a spoiled brat. I'm a daddy's girl. And I definitely had a moment and I texted my dad and I was like, daddy, I want to go see Janet Jackson. And he called me the name, but when the tickets went on sale, like two weeks after I found out that she was going on tour and he showed me the receipt of our seats. When I say I wanted to, I can't even say I wanted to, I did scream. I was at work and I screamed. I literally screamed. I wanted to cry though. But I screamed and we got the tickets in April, but I had to wait all the way to December for the concert. December 14th was the day of the concert. We got there early. I didn't want to miss anything. I wanted to see absolutely everything. And when I tell you, Janet was still busting all those moves that she was doing back in control video and all of that like she has not lost it she is an amazing performer that is by far one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my entire life I I'm so glad I took off the next day I had no voice I sang I screamed I cried I stood up the whole time Oh my God, that concert gave me life. My dad is not a Janet fan, but he admitted that he had fun seeing me have fun at the concert. And the Janet concert came at a good time for me. Um, With just, again, it's like some of the activities that I've done have come at moments where I was feeling my lowest. And the Janet concert came a few weeks before Christmas. I was starting to get down and out because I wasn't sure how Christmas was going to be with, you know, my situation at the time because I was still living in the house with my ex-husband and everything. And so I was starting to get sad because Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. And I was just starting to get sad because I wasn't sure if it was going to be tense. You know, I just didn't know. So the concert was like a good distraction. Um, and it just, yeah, it just kind of put a, a pep that I needed because those two weeks leading up to Christmas, when I say Spotify had the concert playlist available that was my playlist for two weeks like anytime I felt myself getting like teary or sad I went to that playlist and when I say I danced it out I danced it out I'm not a good dancer but when it comes to Janet you can't tell me I don't know those moves it's my version of the moves so I would definitely say the Janet concert was one of those things that really really stood out to me Um, as far as one of the activities on my list. Um, Let's see, what else on the list has been like really, really fun? Oh, so in the course of doing this 40 by 40, I have fallen in love with sequins. I've never worn sequins before. And oh my God, I have sequin pair pumps, sequin shirts, sequin dress, about three sequin dresses. And it's just something about wearing sequins that makes me feel oh my god it brings out the sass in this ass um it's like a whole nother personality comes over me when I put on those sequins the very first time I wore them I went out for one of my closest friends for her birthday was her 40th and it was like this wine color so again it was a color that I never wore and it was like a fabric that I've never wore and when I said that dress you can tell me that I want the sugar honey iced tea that night. Like I, oh my God, 
That's all I can say is, oh my God. Like to the point that not only, as I mentioned, you know, and as I mentioned earlier, some of the things on my 40 by 40 list has been done with in in conjunction or paired with other things. I was feeling myself so much that night that I danced with a stranger. Yes, we went to a strip show for her birthday. Um, One, I was feeling myself. I knew I was the shit and I guess my, you know, my confidence was exuding. The dancer, a female dancer, pulled me up on her set with her and I was there for every minute of it. Indeed, I was. And even after that, she came over and everybody was having chit chat or whatever. And I just remember giving her a lap dance and it was fun. It was, oh my God, it was so much fun. I think one of my girlfriends took pictures too. I I know I have them in my phone, but she was like, girl, she was like, you had no care in the world. And usually at shows, I'm kind of shy. Like I always like to make sure that I look good. You know, anytime I go somewhere, I like to make sure that my outfit is on par, but that night, it was just like a different confidence about me. Um, my job, we do a annual fundraiser every fall. And this year, so this past November, so November 2018 that just passed, um, I, I did sequins again. This time I did blue sequins, but it was like this ombre effect dress. Um, it was like really fitted. The back was cut like really low in a V and it had like a, you know, split up the back again you couldn't tell me shit. Sass was on a thousand. But that night, even my mom was like, oh my God, you look amazing. My cousin who volunteers with me at this event every year, the first thing he said when he saw me was like, oh my God, you look amazing he was like you got this glow he was like oh my god you just look good and that was like what everybody told me that whole night like that I was glowing and everything but I just felt I just felt genuinely happy and like I said that is what this 40 by 40 list has been all about just helping me get back to a point of being happy um I was listening to one of the red talk tape Red Table Talk. I'm not probably butchering the name, but it's the show that Jada um, Jada Pinkett Smith has with her mom and um, Willow, her daughter, is on there at times. And I remember on one of the episodes, she said, you know, as much as she and Will loves each other and as much as she loves him and as dedicated as she is to her marriage, she would never allow Will to be responsible for her happiness. And her saying that, like I felt that, that spoke volumes to me because I feel like in my past situation that I'm just getting out of, I, I'm not gonna say that I, I paused my happiness because I wasn't, I knew that he wasn't social. So I can't say that I allowed him to dictate what happy was for us, but I paused my happy for the sake of, you know, not wanting to be always out and about and him not being included or, you know, anything like that. But when she said that, I realized that No matter who you're with, you shouldn't have to stop being happy and doing the things that bring you happiness. Um, And your mate shouldn't expect it. Now, I'm not going to say that he expected me to not be happy, but I I just wasn't happy. I felt like I lost myself because, you know, I felt like I wanted to do what I thought was the right thing, but uh, that's just like a whole different 
a whole different topic of conversation. But anywho, when she made that statement, like I felt that and it was just like a reminder to me, like, you know, I'm responsible for me being happy. And now that I'm single, you know, when I go into my next relationship, you know, I'm going to take that mindset into that. Like, yes, I look for my mate to bring an added sense of happiness to the situation and everything, but I can't put a hundred percent of my happiness of me being happy into their hand. Um, And that's where this list has been so helpful in me finding my happy because it's reminded me that there's so much life to live. Life is not guaranteed. Life is not promised. And at the end of the day, I always tell my son, live life with no regrets. And, you know, I never thought that I would be going to be be 40 years old and divorced. Um, I never thought that would be my situation. I always thought marriage for me would be one and done. But, you know, the cards didn't have it that way for me. Um, One of the other things on my 40 by 40 list was finding a good therapist. And my therapist has been amazing in helping me, you know, kind of cope and transition through the different emotional cycles that I've gone through with the separation, with the divorce um, pending um, and all of that. And, you know, having to play play the villain villain to bring closure to this situation because I knew that he wasn't. So having to take on the role as the bad guy, but not feeling that way, just knowing that it was a persona that I had to take on to get the ultimate end result, which was me, you know, rekindling my happiness with myself. My therapist has been very helpful in giving me exercises and just different, a different way to look at things when I you know, beat myself up and question, did I fail my marriage? And then, you know, the way that she flips it is, what Tangie did, marriage fail you. Um, And I'm not going to, I really don't know. That's like a question that I haven't really pondered if I felt it or if it felt me. I just know at the end of the day, it wasn't for me. I wasn't happy and I needed to do what made me happy. Because as a parent, I can't preach to my son about live life to the fullest, live life and be happy. And he sees me in a situation where I'm not happy. Um, Therapy helped me realize that I love me more and happiness for me cannot be compromised. That was like a constant reminder for the last year and a half of this whole process that I've had to remind myself. My happiness can't be compromised. My happiness is not for sale. My happiness is not for negotiation. My happiness does not lie in the hands of another being. And I don't know that I would have gotten to that point without my therapist. And I don't know that I would have gotten to the point of seeking a therapist if it wasn't for this 40 by 40 list. So in closing, I say this list has been so helpful helpful to me. Um, I may have mentioned I've had people on my social media pages, you know, be so supportive and encouraging and also say how it's inspired them. They've adapted this and done their own version of a 40 by 40. You know, for me, I just kind of, I'm one of those people that like to put significance to stuff. And again, I wanted this list to be something that was realistic. I wanted to put a realistic time, time span on it. Um, and do things that I know that I could reason reasonably um, accomplish 
um, or whatever. But I would say to anybody, you know, if you're going through like a hard point in life or a moment where you're just trying to reconnect with yourself and just kind of find who you are or you want to challenge yourself to dig a little bit deeper in, you know, into who you are, come up with some type of list. Maybe it's, you know, five new things this year 10 new things this year one new thing this year you know take baby steps but I definitely encourage people to do things like this to kind of take you out of your comfort zone um allow you to look at things from a different perspective you know now that I'm you know close to finishing up the list you know I'm thinking that I may do you know, five more by 45, you know, and make those a little bit more bigger things that I want to, you know, pursue um, leading up to my 45th birthday. Um, You know, I I don't know, but I, I definitely will say that I will do some version of this again at some point, just because it's, it really has been so helpful. Um, Outside of seeing my therapist, it's been so therapeutic to me you know when I've had bad days or low moments you know I pull out the list and say okay what can I do today what can I do today to get me out of this funk one of the things on the list was you know finding um spending more time with myself and in doing that again that was something that was highly encouraged and supported by my therapist and in doing that once a week on Wednesday or Thursday I go to this bar right by my job after work and enjoy bourbon and ginger um some nights I actually do dinner there and it's just me you know two hours of time to myself outside of the house outside of work um you know and Sometimes I'm the only person at the bar. Sometimes it's a bar full of people. But at the end of the day, it's time that I'm spending with myself. And I love it. I wouldn't trade it in for anything. I think even once um, June 30th hits and I wrap up this 40 by 40 list, that that's something that I'm going to continue to do. That's going to be part of my routine. The next relationship that I get into, I'm going to have at least one day at the bare minimum a week. That's just my day that I don't have to feel obligated to do anything, but something that makes me happy. Um, a few other things I, I mentioned, I would kind of list the things that are remaining on my list that I want to tackle between now and the 30th of June. Um, or at least another book is on there. And like I said earlier, it's in progress. It's in, it's in, it's in the works. I don't know that it's going to be finished by in the next five months, but it's one of those things that I do feel will be finished before the end of 2019. But I am working on something else linked to one of my other books. So maybe those, um, Fans of mine that have read my books that are waiting for the fourth one to come out will give me a pass once I release this other, um, you know, fun project that I'm working on. Um, Picnic in the park. Oh, my God. I really want a picnic. I really would like for somebody else to plan it for me. I think it'll be that much more fun. But I'm already um, in the works of planning one for myself um, this spring. Or like I said, I may just do a four birthday um, activity for me in the month of June. Um, So that one will get checked off. But right now it's still pending. Um, The other thing on the list that is pending is the photo shoot. Um, Just need to find a photographer that's creative, um, that can take me out of my comfort zone. I don't want to do the frilly, frilly, you know, the typical, you know, photo shoots that people do, like, as they approach 40. I really want it to be, like, creative um, 
thinking like even along the line of like artistic nudes um have a personal chef for the day like I want somebody to come to my house and cook for me um and all I have to do is just kind of sit back and enjoy wine while they're cooking and then they clean up the kitchen (laughs) um the other thing on the list is um to host another ladies night out event um again just trying to figure that out trying to see if i'm gonna link that to be like a bigger kind of like divorce party type thing since i didn't do like a true bachelorette party thinking that i want to end this chapter of marriage once i get my final decree from the courts with some type of ladies night ladies night out um that's three things. I felt like I had five things total up on the list. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's just the three. But anywho, those are three of the big ones that are on my list that I'm um I'm I'm sure that within the next five months I can definitely get them accomplished. Like I said, the book thing will probably be a end of twenty nineteen thing. I'm not gonna put that pressure on myself to try to crank something out um in the next five months and I'm not in love with it. So um yeah so that's my 40 by 40 list that I've been talking about and um shared a few of the ones that are highlights for me but as I mentioned I definitely 200% encourage if you ever thought about doing something like that you should definitely do it like it is so much fun um you will definitely enjoy doing it it'll definitely take you out of your comfort zone it'll also give you opportunity to meet new people um it's just it's just I definitely because I recommend you do some version of it. Um, it's life changing. Um, so with that said, I will end this rant for today. Um, I think I'm gonna do a song of the week. I haven't done that since like the first podcast. So I'm gonna dig through um my playlist and see um what's been my most played song for this week. But until we chat again or you listen um be amazing be fabulous and we'll connect soon so the song for this week that has been in heavy rotation is gonna love me by tiana taylor tiana taylor is bae like she is amazing i am definitely a fan i've been a fan since way before now um but yeah I was one of those people when she said that she was releasing keep the same energy I was stalking like every music um platform or whatever for it to drop and then when it didn't drop when it was supposed to I was like stalking her on Instagram waiting for it to drop and it's definitely been in heavy rotation um and most recently because I just got it on vinyl and I so love the remix that she did with Wu-Tang so the song that's ending the episode this week is definitely gonna be gonna love me by Tiana Taylor and until the next time be amazing be fabulous be you